Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of True Crime on Easy Street. This is our post-Veterans Day edition. We want to say thank you to all of our veterans for your service. Why did you not say exciting? You always say exciting episode of True Crime on Easy Street. Is it because Katie is in the big chair today? Uh, no, it's not. I should it's, hope not. It's because I'm, it's Sunday morning. And Katie's laughing. I mean, you can't it's tell. not Sunday morning, but it is. Yeah, for terrible us. laugh for podcast. Katie laughs silently. So I'm just going to, I'm going to, I need like a little horn or something to blow just so that the audience knows mm-hmm. that Katie is laughing at something because yeah. she is a silent laugher. So do you, have you seen the Hunger Games? Yes. Okay. You know the guy that's a, the TV personality? What's his name? I don't Caesar remember or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've been told that my laugh resembles his. <laughs> oh, that's good. You have a great laugh. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Really I love your laugh. I wish Anyways, Katie you. has a great laugh too. Just nobody can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing it right now. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is exciting. I'm just a little sleepy still. Well, you're the one who wanted to meet an hour earlier than usual. Yeah, that's that one's on me. And I know Sorry. you have a good reason for that. But Sorry, guys. I'm, that was on me. And I appreciate you guys being flexible. It's so early that Katie didn't even grab her hat when she walked out the door. Usually she's sitting there with her cap on, with her baseball cap on yeah. Sunday mornings. But she didn't even grab that today. No hat. She just And she didn't <laughs> brush her hair. I mean, she looks, she's a mess. She's a hot mess. Well, slick, slick, slick now son, she's not laughing. You're very judgy today. <laughs> um, I don't know why. But, I don't either. Uh, it is what it is. I'm Kelly Turner. I'm not a doctor. Scott Wright, mediocre journalist. Katie Givens, not a lawyer. I don't know why I keep messing with my microphone. I, I do it too because it's stuck in front of your face for an I'm, hour every Sunday and I do it too. I play with mine all the time. I'm fidgeting with, with my it microphone. I've done that to the point of I've actually twisted it off the yeah. Yeah, that was the holder one yeah. episode. Katie laughed at that too, but nobody heard it. <laughs> We well, nobody, if she laughs at the same time I do, then nobody's going to hear it anyway. Well, you got me there. Yeah. <laughs> you got me there. Anyways, so, Scott, yeah. do we have some shout outs this week? Hell yes, we have a shout out this week. Uh, Faye Green, Kevin's mom, listens to the show. We found this out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Kevin must have told you that when you guys were uh, sitting together uh, yep. watching the game. He did. And so... You told me as you were leaving, mm-hmm. and you said that Kevin told you that Faye loves to listen to the show. I guess she started because she rides in the car with Kevin sometimes. Yeah, so and they listen. It's a thing they do together. Somewhere so we're out glad. there, they're listening to us right yeah. now, damn it. Aww. And she loves it when I swear, and now I'm finished swearing. I don't know day. that she loves it, but oh. I, I hear that she does give a little giggle from oh. time to time. <laughs> See, and you guys think I'm not funny? Oh. One person disagrees. Oh. So... Thank you, yeah, thank you, Faye, Miss Faye, for listening, and uh, thank you, Kevin, for introducing your mom to our to our podcast. Kicking we, and screaming, or however she got there, it doesn't matter. She's there now. We love we it. We appreciate. We love. It. Yes, yes. Um, now the eighth grade class is reading in cold blood. Wow, cool. or they did read in okay. cold blood. Or one, I don't know if it was the entire eighth grade class or just this particular English class. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's reading it, and um, that uh, from what I hear, that they may listen to our podcast. That's a how many parts is is that three or four? How many the clutter the family clutters, was that? Uh, I thought it was two. Yeah, I think is it two. just two? Uh-huh. Okay, maybe. Sorry. Okay, but my first question when Nate is telling me this, mm-hmm. I said, "Does Mister Scott cuss?" <laughs> and he said, "Well, so far." So he's listening. I to haven't uh, heard him cuss. Okay. He did. He and I think some of the other middle schoolers, as they were reading it, mm-hmm. listened to it because okay. I said, you know, that's a woo, that's an intense read. Yes, it yeah, is. it is. But Very. I wasn't telling them to listen to the podcast instead of reading. I was right. like, make sure you do your reading. Yeah, because I probably got some stuff wrong. <laughs> but it would be a good supplement mm-hmm. to your reading to kind of put the story all together, give you the bullet points. You just got promoted to marketing director. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know if they're going to listen to it or, I, well, it was my understanding that they're going to listen to it in class. Is that Jeannie's class? No, that okay. is, uh, is, uh, Mr. Spoon. Okay. Mr. Spoon's class. So they're just reading in cold blood from a literary point of view. Jeannie, it's not yeah, the forensic. Jeannie does not teach English. Yeah. Nor does she teach at the middle school. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, I did, right. for some reason in my head, now she's really laughing. You could almost yeah. hear her laugh that time. Yeah. For some reason I had in my head that, that Jeannie, uh, 
went from school to school. Like she's a traveling teacher here in the no, county. Is she that teaches wrong? at Gillsville. Okay. She's right. one, one spot. And she does a forensics class. And that would be a great book for them to read for mm-hmm. forensics. But uh, they've done a lot of reading this year for English, this particular eighth grade class, Mr. Spoon's class. And um, that was one of the books okay. that they're well, reading. Cool, they've, they've read several different types of books. And I told Nate, I said, you're going to be so grateful to Mr. Spoon when you have college English. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. <laughs> I mean, really, it does. Really, really getting them prepared for that next yeah, level I mean, of that's education. A, that's a lot of reading for eighth grade. Really. It is. It is. Yeah, that's a good 300 pages. Mm-hmm. And so. that, they've, that's not the biggest book they've read. Okay. So well, good. Far, so Sounds far. like we should have Mr. Spoon on the show sometime. <laughs> Seriously. And I don't know if he's a fan or not. So well, he well, will be after know, he comes uh, on, and then all of his kids will be. You see what I'm doing? I'm the mar- I'm the marketing uh, vice president. I see that. So you're doing that's, a, we're, that's you're how doing we're going to get everybody listening. Excellent job at that. All right, so. knock it off. All right, so here we are today, and the reason that Scott and I are talking so much right now it's is we're to not talk. Yeah, we are complete <clears throat> and utter dummies in this. In many regards. Situation today. (laughs) Yes, but specifically here today because I don't even know who we're discussing, what we're discussing, what state it's in. Yeah. I have no, I don't even know that. Yeah. Someone asked me that this week. was like, can you give me a hint? (laughs) Absolutely not. Not if I wanted to. I don't know. I am, I worked very hard to be the dummy this week. Scott, how much do you know about today's she was giving me i got two sentences out of her uh before you walked back into the studio just a minute ago all right uh so not much i know that it's uh it takes it's a hollow it's a it's a holiday themed Mm -hmm. true crime case is it in the state of alabama no okay so we're we're not in alabama today so probably Mm. scott the best idea would be for us to shut up and pushing my mic away pass the torch to Katie, who is in the big chair always, Literally. but but, but yeah. actually, you know, in the sense of the story this week. So thank you, Katie, and take it away. Yes, yeah, Scott came in here earlier and said, I got some facts on on something, you know, if you need them today. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm not talking about that. And he's yeah. like, oh, well. Yeah, she I'm gave us a hint last week. You know, she mentioned something about uh, the Alabama Capitol building. Oh. So I, I spent like 30 minutes one day this week when I was supposed to be doing something else. <laughs> Looking up all sorts of arcane facts about the Capitol building, and now it doesn't matter because she's yeah. changed gears on us. She, I don't think she ever changed gears. Yeah, I was just telling you somebody had sent us a, or it was Jonathan Ledbetter had sent me an article on okay. on a murder that happened in the Alabama Capitol building, which yeah. was interesting, just not very long. And I think we're going to cover that at some point. Yeah, absolutely, but n- but not today. Well, I didn't know that until just now. So, Until I, but you know what? Ago. I can't judge because I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, so, we were, we were going to stop talking and let Katie have it. Yeah, right? we keep and going. Then we just kept on going. But that's <laughs> hilarious that you have brought in some facts oh, that yeah. are completely and utterly useless. State Capitol built in 1851 after Look, the original Capitol in Montgomery burned down in 1805. Ladies and gentlemen, you think we're being funny when we introduce ourselves as not a doctor, not a lawyer, <laughs> mediocre journalist. But it's funny because it's true. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't believe us, stick around. Yeah. We'll prove it to you. Exactly. All right, Katie, take it away. Well, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Yes. So that's kind of the theme of today's episode. We're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. But first, I want to talk about some holiday crime statistics. Oh, no. I love numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't really have any n- numbers. We're just oh, going to well, talk about averages. Shit, okay. never mind. So the most violent day of the year is New Year's Day. That is followed by Christmas okay. Day. But Christmas Eve is only slightly above average in terms of violence. So violent by crimes. Christmas Day, everyone's had it with their family. Yes. <laughs> Christmas Eve, they hold off. They're good. Christmas Day is terrible. New Year's Day is the worst. I'm going to go to bed tonight and see how I feel. And darn it, if I wake up in the morning and I'm still feeling this way... They're gone. Okay. Yep. I've had it. That's got to be it. I took all the crap last night at (laughs) at Christmas Eve dinner and just wake up the next day fighting mad and go, where's the pistol? (laughs) I didn't get what I wanted anyway. So (laughs) forget you. But so are you telling me that a lot of people's New Year's resolution is to be more violent? Or they've had a bad night the night before it's rolled into New Year's Day. 
Things got mm. out of hand. They've mm. had too much to drink. You know, a lot of it has a lot to do with alcohol. Going to roll in the new year. Choosing violence. Mm-hmm. Whether that's murder, domestic violence, assault. Wow. All those crimes count. Wow. The safest day of the year is January 5th. Why is that? I think that they're just, we're too tired after the holidays now. <laughs> we can't get anything done. <laughs> You're worn out. We're yeah. a very docile sort of after, creature at after that After all point. the felonious mayhem you committed on the first, you take a break on the fifth. You know what? Uh, it's impossible to commit a violent act if you are in bed when the new year brings This is in. true. I that mean, is. I, which is, I'm not saying be like me. I'm living proof of that. But I am living proof of that too. (laughs) None of the following holidays are statistically more dangerous than the others, including Groundhog's Day, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, April Fool's Day, Cinco de Mayo, even Halloween and New Year's Eve, like I said. But on the other hand, July 4th is really dangerous, but July 3rd is one of the, Quietest days of the year. Nobody's resting up till they get real scrappy. They're plotting for tomorrow. Getting scrappy on Independence Day. <laughs> we Americans, you know. This past uh, July 4th, I went to a, a thing and uh, there was a, a girl who had on a shirt that said, suck it, England. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best shirt. Just waking up and choosing violence. That's right. Just suck it. <laughs> this country was founded on violence. We're a scrappy. We're yeah. a scrappy people. Not a surprise. As uh, the melting pot of Americans, mm-hmm. uh, we, that's in our. I mean, that's th- those are the people we come from. That's right. Yes. Some scrappy folks. The scalawags that nobody else wanted, or we didn't want to be had by anyone else. We were tr- we were tired of it. Yeah. So I guess we Suck tap into that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we tap into that even more on July fourth. Well. December 13th and December 15th are also particularly violent. My husband's birthday is December 13th. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) The article I read uh, said that obviously last minute Christmas shopping brings out the rage in people. You know, it's beware the odds of December, not March. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Fighting over the last Teddy Ruxpin. Did I just date myself with that one? Badly. (laughs) (laughs) Cabbage patch doll. No, not even that. Sorry. But now on to Thanksgiving itself, because the days near November 24th, which is when Thanksgiving is usually falls, because the, the chart I was looking at went by actual day of the year. So, you know, Thanksgiving's yeah. on a different day every year. Right. Well, and let's just reflect on Thanksgiving is a day that we're supposed to take time and be thankful for what we have. Yes. I still remember what we, the three of us, talked about being thankful for last year on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So you're saying that someone didn't do that. Yes. And now Thanksgiving uh, became a national holiday in 1863 when Abraham Lincoln uh, proclaimed it a national holiday. Oh. Mm -hmm. But now if we go back to the origins of Thanksgiving, it's important to know that, you know, and we talked about a couple, it was a couple episodes back, we had an episode on Native Americans. So this is kind of, Mm -hmm. it's important to know that for many Native Americans, Thanksgiving is a day of mourning and protest since it commemorates the arrival of settlers in North America and the centuries of oppression and genocide that followed. Yep. Mm. So it's not all happy, happy memories for Thanksgiving for most people. And there is an actual national day of mourning for Native Americans and their allies, which is on, which is recognized on Thanksgiving. And many people will gather at Coles Hill in Plymouth for an organized rally and day of mourning. I did not know that. Yeah. But some Native Americans have chosen to, you know, of course, reject Thanksgiving entirely. But some like to embrace the positive messages of the day and, you know, choose to put aside the complex history. And this is because the idea of giving thanks is central to Native American philosophy and giving without expecting anything in return. Mm. So, you know... I'd like to recognize Thanksgiving as a day to appreciate the good things in life, like family, community, and as the Native Americans taught us, the riches of the land. So long before settlers arrived, Native tribes celebrated autumn harvest. That's where like Thanksgiving came from Mm because it was autumn harvest time Mm -hmm. and um, they celebrated just, you know, the gift of Mother Earth's abundance. So that's a nice segue into... 
it gets worse from there. Uh, oh. Yeah, this is a true crime podcast. Because yeah. while Native Americans may celebrate peace, around 68% of Americans today expect trouble during their Thanksgiving gathering. Mm. It's because they're in a room with their family. Yep. No they're- sports, no politics, no religion at the dinner table, folks. Uh, Write that down on the refrigerator and don't forget it. That's true. That is absolutely true. There's a 20% increase in run-of-the-mill assaults. Oh. And then and 20% increase in domestic violence situations. And the six most common crimes that happen on Thanksgiving are vandalism, disorderly conduct, theft, DWI, speeding, and other traffic-related offenses. And, of course, like I said, domestic violence mm-hmm. offenses. There are more car-related deaths on Thanksgiving Day than any other day of the year. Yeah. Even even New Year's Eve. We travel a lot. Traveling is... Exactly. A lot of people, you got multiple parents or grandparents or family members to visit, so you're in the car. To grandmother's house we go. Right. (laughs) Breakfast at one place, dinner at another. Mm -hmm. A lot of drunk driving on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. This reminder, do not drink and drive. Yes. Let's don't. I I know that you, you might think that you need a little something to take the edge off the family Mm -hmm. but let's just get through it and then get back home and then take the edge off so that yeah drink when you get home yeah Mm -hmm. or have someone else drive you yes Mm -hmm. thanksgiving kicks off the coronary season americans consume on average 4500 calories on thanksgiving day lord and a lot of that is alcohol as well so then they go outside and they play yard sports or they climb on rooftops to decorate for Christmas and they have chest pain and go to the hospital. Oh my wow. gosh. Like Vanderbilt uh, University Medical Center in Nashville sees more patients for chest pain on Thanksgiving than any other day of the year. Good Lord. I would hate to have to plan for that if I was the hospital administrator and tell a lot of people who would love to have the holidays off. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys, that's heart attack day. We need you. Oh, yeah. yeah, I bet well, you don't get the holiday. No, yeah, you not. don't. And in healthcare, you just know that going in. Yeah, that's Especially true. if you work in a in on the cardiac floor yeah. or something like that. But I, I do know that a lot of places will have a Thanksgiving meal brought into the hospital for the staff. And they'll have a big spread that's probably for nice. them. Yeah. Or a lot of times the cafeteria at the hospital will cook a big... Thanksgiving. Just for the staff. Well, they'll do it for the people well, too, but they they okay. will. Yeah. 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 So I think they, well, they should uh, take care of their, their staff there. A good hospital day. does. Yeah. yeah. There is an increased risk of foodborne illness uh, from, you know, salmonella and other dangerous bacteria. Yeah. You people, don't get you know, that casserole quite done. Yeah. It's rough on everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, you can't eat at everybody's house. You got to be careful. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that one True. aunt. That, <laughs> I'm not saying that I do. My aunt's an incredible cook. But everybody has that one relative. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an aunt or a cousin or something. And you're like, don't eat the meat. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had a great aunt. My great aunt Mary uh, passed away several years ago. And we always loved to see Mary coming uh, down the driveway on Thanksgiving because it was sort of the inside joke. And Mary was in on it too. But she would always bring either a, a can of corn or a can of green beans. And that was her contribution mm-hmm. to the Thanksgiving dinner. Mary didn't cook. Oh, mm. my mother is that person. My okay. mother will bring the napkins or right. the bag of ice. Yeah, the plates or, you know. <laughs> Or herself. Well, you can't eat without the plates. Yeah. And then ask me, did you make a chocolate cake? <laughs> you, or a chocolate pie? Did you make a chocolate pie? <sighs> and you're like, yes. Yes, Babs. I also made of course I did. all the sides, too. Right. So, <laughs> anyways. But I digress. Sorry. And there's also an increased risk of accidental burns and cuts that end people up in the emergency room. Yeah, I could see a burn easily. Well, mm. cuts too. Yeah, you're trying to knife, carve that yeah. turkey. Yeah. You haven't used that electric carving knife since last year. And you know, there's a you see it on the news all the time, and you can also look it up. How many people blow themselves up trying to fry yeah. a turkey? Oh yeah, that's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Know how to do that. My before. cousin does. Oh, so good. Yeah, I do love. Yeah. A, I do love a. Mm. a deep I'm getting hungry. Turkey. Are you guys hungry? Well, by the time you <laughs> listen to this, it'll be <laughs> a week from Thanksgiving. Man, we still got a week to go. Yeah. You may not be so hungry when we're done. Oh, okay. All right. Ooh. Because speaking of cuts and burns, we're going we're gonna to get into our story. Oh, no. See, my mind is going everywhere. Wow, that was a hell of a segue <laughs> there, Katie Beth. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about, and now I have looked up how to say this name. I've worked on it. I'm still not going to do well on it. Her name is 
Omama. Omama. Yeah, her. Okay. O m a i m a. She's a. It's Egyptian. Oh, okay. Omama. Omama. And then Omama. she and her married name is Nelson. So Omama Nelson. Uh, Mrs. Nelson. You saved it on the last name. <laughs> <laughs> she was born in 1968 in Egypt. And while living as a child in Cairo, she had a pretty rough childhood and a pretty almost barbaric childhood. She was um, she was put through female genital mutilation, oh, no. which is an old practice that was still practiced in Cairo in the community oh. she lived in at the time when she was young. Yeah. She immigrated to the United States in 1986 and... She went through a lot of issues uh, due to this assault that happened to her when she was a child. Because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It is, yes. And she worked as a model and a nanny after she immigrated. And it's reported that she just found herself in abusive relationship after abusive relationship. Like (sighs) she 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 just couldn't catch a break. Until she met her husband, William Nelson. Uh, He goes by Bill. So he was a pilot. And they met in October of 1991 when she was 23 and he was 56. Okay. All right. They married within days of meeting one another. Oh, love at first sight. Mm -hmm. And she's reported to saying she was just in love with Bill. Loved her some Bill. Just smitten. Mm -hmm. And now, due to uh, the mutilation she underwent as a child, she really... uh, tried to avoid having sex with all these men, but she'd been abused for a, a in an abusive relationship after abusive relationship. So that didn't help her. But with Bill, she was, you know, she, she was having a good time. She was, yeah. you know, doing right. the normal things that, that a married couples that a do. There married you go. couple does. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good for her. They went on a honeymoon to visit Bill's family in the Midwest. And then, but she says as soon as they returned home from their honeymoon, she learned of Bill's violent streak. He became violent with her. <sighs> Reportedly, he would become enraged if she refused some of his um, bedroom requests. He would then beat her. And she said that once he even punished her by throwing her newfound kitten out of the car window as they were driving down the road. Okay, I already hate this guy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so they're driving and she's got this kitten in her lap and he is mad at her. So he just reaches across and chunks the kitten out the window. I hate him. monster. Mm-hmm. He told her on numerous occasions, I paid for you. I'm getting what I paid for. Oh, yikes. Yeah. This didn't come out in the first few days. No, you know, okay. he, maybe if they'd have dated a couple of weeks before getting married, they'd maybe, be, maybe. She might have learned some of these characteristics. That's probably just a good public service announcement. Let's nope. just, you know, maybe date a little bit longer mm-hmm. before we get married, mm. go on a honeymoon, move in together. see someone in all seasons before you decide? Yeah, That'd I think good. at least a year. Just to see how they handle their family at the holidays yeah. and what they do for summer vacation and mm-hmm. how they handle their birthday and their parents' birthdays or their kids. or Yeah, just to get you get a mm-hmm. decent picture after a year, right? How do they act yeah. in an airport? Oh, that's a, that's there a good you go. One. That's a good one. When they're, if they're, you know, parking at a large event. Yeah. Standing in line. Stuck in traffic Disney on the interstate. World. Yes. Right. Yeah, oh, you you want to yeah. see it all. Yeah, definitely. Not give, four days. Give them a chance to snap and see if they do. <laughs> or, you know, don't, yeah. don't you be the cause of them snapping possibly, but mm-hmm. see them in some of those stressful situations. Mm-hmm. And see if they. See what happens. Yeah, true. Now, she claims that on November 28th, 1991, this is Thanksgiving weekend, that Bill sexually assaulted her, and this was not the first time, in their apartment in Costa Mesa, California. So she stated that in an act of self-defense, she stabs him with a pair of scissors and beat him to stop the assault. So she's just trying to get him to stop. All right, what'd she beat him with? A clothes iron. Look at wow. the iron clothes with. That'll get the job done. That's, mm-hmm. uh, wow. Okay. She then went into a mental breakdown and began to dismember his body in order to get rid what, of it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She she did stab him with the scissors mm-hmm. and then kill him. I yeah. mean, he's dead. He's dead. Well, he's I would dead. hope so if he's getting dismembered. Yeah. He's dead. How did she dismember him? She um she just starts chopping him up, but she doesn't huh. do a very good job of it. Oh, well. 
I'm trying to think. It's it's November of '91. I'm trying to think. Uh, Dexter hasn't come out yet. So Does she have? She didn't a, learn it from a TV show or a or an well, electric carving knife or what? What the heck is she using? No, I don't, oh. I don't know. If she had an electric carving knife. She probably had a carving knife Just because knife. we'll oh we'll get gosh. there. Okay, all right. Um, but now that you mentioned what, learning it, Silence of the Lambs had come out in 1991. There you go. Okay, and so in the newspapers, it's it's referenced a lot. Okay, Silence of the Lambs next to her name. That'll oh. make a little more sense in a second. Oh. Police find his remains inside of a car outside of their apartment. Okay. Because she has called a friend to get some help with disposing of her body because she's finding it harder than she thought to get rid of a full-grown man. Well, that's a that's a tall order. And that friend tells her that she'll help, but instead she calls the police. <laughs> well, I, somebody made sense. Yeah. So she's arrested on suspicion of murder on December 2nd, 1991. Okay. And then her trial begins almost exactly a year later on December 1st, 1992. So at trial is when we learn the details of of what has happened here. Uh, Also at trial is where the details of her traumatic childhood are revealed, which include the female genital mutilation. I imagine that's her defense, right? Yes. It says that this made sex traumatic and painful for her, and that trauma was only increased by the assaults she allegedly sustained during her marriage. Now, is there any proof of these assaults and advances and things that that Bill is doing that she's saying? No, there's no proof. I mean, it's because she never called the police. Mm -hmm. She never went to the doctor. Did her friend that she called ever report seeing bruises or her telling her anything? No. Or So we just have her word. Yes. Mm. Mm. She was represented by a public defender who portrayed her as an abused woman who turned okay. on her attacker. That's, that's, okay. like, that's and, the, and I'm not saying that's not that's, true, but, no. you know, in court, they like to have evidence. Her defense counsel insisted that she was not guilty. She was the victim. As we head toward the 2023 holiday season, the Cherokee County Chamber of Commerce and Tourism wants to remind everyone who lives in the surrounding area to shop local. Shopping locally means having lunch at a restaurant in town or purchasing unique items in a local shop or boutique or simply filling up your gas tank at the station down the street before hitting the road for a holiday vacation. Small businesses play a major role in maintaining our way of life by supporting our schools and nonprofits and providing jobs in the community. In short, they are giving back. The Chamber encourages you to give back to them by shopping local this holiday season. For more information, visit Cherokee-Chamber.org. Are you in the market for a full-time Weiss Lake home or recreational lot? Let Trini Davis and Elizabeth Powell put their all-star property group at Keller Williams Realty to work for you. Trini and Elizabeth are locals themselves, so they know the Weiss Lake area, and with over 40 years of experience, they're professional listing and buying agents, talented home stagers and photographers, and specialized marketing team will work to make your lakefront dreams come true. Check out the Keller Williams team on Facebook at All Star Property Rome. You can also visit at All Star Property Rome to browse their images on Instagram or give them a call at 706-844-7493. That's the All Star Property Group with Keller Williams Realty at 706-844-7493. You can hit pause, call them now, and make your Weiss Lake dreams a reality. So after the alleged sexual assault, like I said, she stabbed him with a pair of scissors and began beating him with the clothes iron. Mm-hmm. After killing him, she dismembered his body. But then she cooked his head in the oven. Okay, we're getting off the beaten path here. She boiled no pun his, intended. She boiled his hands in order to remove his fingerprints. She then mixed his body parts up with the leftover Thanksgiving turkey and that was her plan to dispose of him. She disposed of some of him in the garbage disposal. Good lord, I yeah. just stop. Wait. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to process what I've heard. She put the the innards in the turkey? Yes. Did she serve this turkey to people? No, this, this is, is the new left, kind of stuff. This is the leftover turkey. This is, so this is what she's throwing out. The leftovers. Yeah, she's yeah. going to throw, throw it out. Throw it out. The dogs will eat it. Oh, I guess. So the turkey bones mixed with Bill's bones, and we're just going to throw that in the in the dumpster. We're we're going to try. That's why she. I think she. I, 
She tried to get rid of some of him, like I said, down the garbage disposal. <sighs> so, because there was just too much of him. So, what, what did she do with the hands and the head after she uh, roasted the head and boiled the hands? They found those parts in, in garbage bags. In garbage mm-hmm. bags. Why did she roast the head first? Yeah. I, look, I, I've she never was, done this myself, but it seems like if you're going to cut up the body, you're doing that in order so in order to not have to have any help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to then call, like, well, like Katie said, she didn't do a very good job of dismembering the body. Yeah. So she didn't get pieces small enough that she could handle it herself. The mistake was calling her friend. Well, she made a lot of mistakes, but uh, the first, the biggest one was calling her friend to help just to have a, it'd be a lot easier just to have an intact body. If you've got somebody to help you move it. Right. I just still Am I overthinking this? No, I just don't understand why you would roast the head. Anger. Yeah. It just you shut up. I don't want to mm-hmm. never you know, never want to hear a word you're saying. I'm gonna Well, because yeah. the neighbors how do, how do you like me now? <laughs> and it could have had something to do with his teeth. Maybe she was gonna get, try to get his teeth out. You oh know? Lord. But, but Maybe yeah, she didn't make think him that unrecognizable. Far. Yeah. If anybody did find mm-hmm. a severed mm-hmm. head, it would be charred beyond recognition. This, I'm gonna I'm gonna get even more disgusting and I apologize, uh-huh. but did anybody they live in an apartment? Uh-huh. Did anybody comment on a smell around that time? Yeah, did it take that long? It didn't. T- it wasn't long enough for the smell, but they did report hearing the garbage disposal running for hours. Because mm. it just wasn't chopping up. Yep. And they said that they could hear that garbage disposal running for hours. And when they run it back, it was it had to have been about the time of his death. Yeah. Makes sense. It was also reported that she castrated him. In revenge for the alleged sexual assaults. And let me ask you this. Was this pre or post Lorena Bobbitt? Mm. What year was Lorena Bobbitt? Uh, Bobbitt was mid-90s. I'm thinking yeah. it was I think after it was this. Bef- yeah, this Before. is 93. I mean, Bobbitt was after. Right, 91. Lor- this is 91. Yeah. Lorena okay. Bobbitt was, was after, after this. this okay. Happened. All right. Yeah. And what did she do with that? We all know what Bobbitt did with. With that, she tossed it, it have, in a field. I think she tossed it in a field, and a dog had to go get it. But what? I think what? that was part that went down the garbage disposal. Oh, because uh, the and the prosecutor's office is describing her as a predator. They told the court that you know she was planning to flee the area with his money, his credit cards, and his car. So they portrayed like you know she she killed him so that she could make a clean getaway with all of his stuff. It was ninety three. Was Bobbitt when Lorena Bobbitt? did what she did so yeah this is a little bit before yeah she was so because we are in 91 yes okay now on netflix inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie hitman from academy award nominee richard linklater at 96 percent certified fresh on rotten tomatoes critics are calling hitman a smart sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn starring glenn powell and adria arjona Hitman, now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. There was, gra- like I said, there's graphic testimony at this trial of the dismemberment. I don't have all you, of it. Can you imagine being on this jury? I don't think there's any way to have this trial and not be pretty graphic. Uh, yeah. it, do they have photos and yes. things too that the jury mm. had to go through? I mean, that's just traumatic for the jury too yeah. to have to... And they're like, what do we do? I mean, yeah. is she cold-blooded killer? Is she a, a victim? That would be so hard. Because there's, I saw some crime scene photos. She was on, she was either on an episode of Snapped or they just put her on. The The photos I saw were on mm-hmm. Oxygen.com uh, mm-hmm. from Snapped. So, but she is going to testify at, at her trial. Mm, okay. That's usually not a good idea. Lorena did. That's true. And she's, you know, she says that she stabbed him and beat him to stop the rapes and said that she just freaked out afterward and she fell into like a trance state when she spent 12 hours hacking up his body. 
mm-hmm. that she don't she doesn't remember those twelve hours. Yeah, you're like <clears throat> you you realize you've just killed Adrenaline. someone. Mm-hmm. And now you've got to get rid of it. And that's when you, I guess she started making bad decisions, but you know, she, mm-hmm. she blacked out and I've got to get rid of this body. And it's also got to be terrifying because, you know, she's an American. That's not her home country. Mm-hmm. And even though her home country seemed at the time, she had a pretty barbaric life. Mm-hmm. It's just the unknown of committing a crime in another country is yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Like I said, she says she, she fell into a trance, but she also, it, she admits to cooking his head, bullying his hands. It, she admits to mixing up the body parts with the Thanksgiving leftovers. And she admits to castrating him. That's kind of where she stops. But the prosecutors add that his whole lower body and torso were skinned. Oh, no. So, like, mm. seems like unnecessary if you're just needing to get him in smaller pieces to dispose yeah, yeah, of him. You don't remove the skin and then I, that's just more work. Uh, yeah. So it gets more disturbing. Oh. Because <laughs> her, no. her statements to her psychiatrist are the most gruesome. Oh, no. So his name is Dr. Scheffner, and he diagnosed her as psychotic. Well, and, good for him. Nice yeah. job, Doc. <laughs> and he's testifying to the statements she made to him. So she told him that she dressed up in a red hat, red high heel shoes, and red lipstick as part of a ritual during the night-long dismemberment. That was all she had on? Like she, no. uh, Yeah. Well, I think she had on like a Buffalo Bill dance around. I think she might have had on a dress as well, but she just describes her red hat. Like she's dressed up. Oh, okay. So it's, it's fancy time, Mm -hmm, but it's in, it's in red. Red symbolic. She's celebrating. She's out of a horrible relationship. I'm trying in her mind. Bill's gone. It's a time to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And she tells him that she has cooked his ribs in barbecue sauce. Oh, dear. And she did the ribs just like in a restaurant. And then she says that she sat at the kitchen table with his cooked remains and said out loud to herself, I guess, because there's no one else there. It's so delicious. It's sweet. I like mine tender. I don't know that I would have necessarily shared that information, even with my psychiatrist. Um, Might have kept that one to myself. Wow. <laughs> and like I said, uh, when they found a lot of his body parts stuffed in garbage bags, uh, several parts were never found. So she's, she, please tell me she's going for the uh, insanity defense. Maybe so, but. Really? I mean, she's, right? admit, I mean, she's admitted to cannibalism with a psychiatrist. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. So then you go for the insanity defense, maybe? I think you go for the shit nuts but crazy defense. No, like they don't. They, they don't they, go for that. Because they're just still calling her a victim. You know, they're not the barbecue sauce ribs. You can't have it both ways. You're either a victim or you're crazy. Well, she doesn't admit to that in trial. Right. Because in the, in the trial, Mm. she's, so are the lawyers hearing this for the first time? Probably so. And the defense lawyers are thinking, we probably should have went with the insanity defense. Well, I guess the question that I have about what she told the psychiatrist is, why, why did that information get shared at the trial? Because isn't that. No, it it's not. No, um, it's not shared at the trial. It's, no, it is shared. It's not like a. It's not like this is not like her psychiatrist that she'd been seeing. She's this being was evaluated. Cool, yes. Okay, I I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it can be okay. put out in trial. Yeah, and so she chose to share that information with the court uh, ordered psychiatrist. Ordered mm-hmm. psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. What did she say again? It's so delicious. Yes, it's it's so delicious. It's so sweet. I like mine tender. Would your would your defense counsel be in the room with you when you're interviewed by a court appointed psychiatrist? I guess not, because surely a good defense attorney would say, "Don't answer that." Well, yeah. Or stop talking. I don't think. I think I that's think a it, private thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, yeah. I wouldn't think a lawyer would be in there. With a psychiatrist. No. I'll be glad when Katie gets her law degree so that she can answer questions like I this. I would think no, but I mean, it, you can definitely subpoena medical records. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. you know, even if she admitted this to another psychiatrist mm-hmm. um, or psychologist, whatever was it? Is a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. He's a doctor, yeah. Um, so, like, okay. I mean, I'm thinking the court could subpoena those records and they'd yeah. have to turn them over. Okay. Makes but sense. I wouldn't think your lawyer would be sitting there. Yeah, I'm going to say if the law, I'm going to say no to okay. that. But let's just let's just talk about that. If there was someone from the defense sitting there with her, they did a terrible job. Terrible well, job. Because, like I said, the psychiatrist said she was psychotic. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what that means really as a medical thank, de- thank you doc- medical definition doctor obvious thank <laughs> yeah. you so much yeah. um, and, but I know that she's only admitting that to him yes. she's not admitting that to she does not else. admit that on her on the stand wow did she eat his ribs that is I think that's what they are implied playing. yeah if not and confirmed. this is you know I get stuck on one mm-hmm. detail you, here, we y'all know, here we go <laughs> I know I'm sorry it's okay Part of the show. What kind of barbecue sauce? Now that, I gotta know. Now that I don't know, I would assume it's sweet because she said it was. It's. So I know sweet. that's what I'm thinking. Like, she likes she her pull sweet out to craft. Yeah, it's barbecue sauce. Craft with you know with honey, sweet honey baby Ray's? barbecue, yeah. sweet baby Ray's. That's what. That's my favorite. Yeah, me too. Besides Jimmy's Actually, barbecue mine is sauce. Jimmy's yeah. barbecue sauce. Oh, Jimmy's barbecue sauce. I, I had some last week on uh, on uh, some barbecue that I got from work. Mm-hmm. Somebody cooked and brought in some mm-hmm. Boston mm-hmm. butt, and I took it home. I, and I purposely did not, did not use the barbecue sauce at work because I knew I had some Jimmy's. Mm-hmm. And right. if you don't know who that is, that's Shane's dad, Shane mm-hmm. Gibbons, mm-hmm. who owns Easy Street with Katie. And uh, Shane's dad, Jimmy, is sort of the unofficial grill master uh-huh. or if maybe the, he's the official the, grill master. yeah the, the pit master he does all pit the, master. he smokes all the meat mm-hmm. he does all the good the good tasting meats and he's got his own secret barbecue sauce that you can purchase yes you for can for 9.99 in the front and it is fantastic it is really but can she you believe we digress can you believe that we got there from <laughs> i cannot you might want to cut Horrible all of that people. and i realize that i'm the one that opened the door you started i ask what yeah. kind of barbecue sauce? but i know she did not have access to jimmy's barbecue sauce. no she did not no that's a new invention or a um new no the recipe product. i'm sure would have still been around yeah. but jimmy did not make this for her okay so now she's on the stand being questioned and the DA is, he's kind of being sarcastic with her and he's like, you know, you really could help us out with finding the rest of Bill's remains because we didn't, we didn't find him all, you know, there wasn't enough meat there for that large of a man. Is what, mm. what the DA is saying. He's trying to get her to say, you know, that she has ingested right. her husband, but he said they're missing about 130 pounds of Bill. And asked if she knew where he might have gone. Now, there's no way she could have eaten 130 say, pounds. 130 pounds of bills. Said yeah. she supposedly put some down the garbage disposal, oh, yeah, right. and the, you know, but there's there's portions of him missing. And she said he's he was all there. I left him all there. So she's you know, I don't know what to tell you about it, but and he's what all there. is her demeanor on the stand? Is she playing the victim or is she just like? Yeah, I mean she is, cold. but I think she's pretty. Um. Mm-hmm. emotionless mm-hmm. like but not to a point where it's ever really mentioned but mm-hmm. it's not mentioned that she's hysterical either mm-hmm. so like her, her demeanor really isn't playing too much of a factor i don't think but in. it also helps to know i mean she was raised in a very barbaric manner mm-hmm. so yeah just like i mean i'm not saying that's that's justifies well, I mean, her but, doing but you've this. got to have a defense strategy but, and i'm yeah. guessing that you're right that at that that had some that that played some role in the yeah. defense strategy is the the awful the upbringing and the yeah. things that she's lived through so she's you know try to relate her to the jury if yeah. you're a good defense attorney mm-hmm. but this yeah. is a public defender so hopefully she got well i guess we'll find out if she got a good one or not okay let's see well dr Scheffner, uh later in his testimony too he says that he goes back and says that she later denies eating her husband Okay. You know, because so after he's testifying on what she's told him, he says, you know, later conversations, she's going to deny that. And, but he said that his conversations with her were such that he had never seen anything so bizarre and so psychotic in his 20 years of practice. Ooh. So he said that it was just a roller coaster. This may be the nuttiest fruitcake we've ever taken a bite out of. Oh my gosh. Way I mean, go, Katie. Did he have anything else that she had shared during the time? No, that, that was like, kind of that's that's that the, was enough for him. The yeah. ribs, it's like <laughs> it's enough for me. Gosh, so this jury is going to consist of eight women and four men. And if if I'm a defense oh, counsel, wow. I'm going to good. Yeah, sounds like the defense counsel mm-hmm. did that part right. Anyway, yep. mm-hmm. they deliberated for six days. <sighs> Another and, good sign. Uh-huh, yeah, and uh-huh. they did acquit her of first degree murder. Whoa! How about that? Yeah. Okay. But so they, they is there con- a but? Yeah. Well, okay. they conclude that there was insufficient evidence to prove that this was premeditated, and that's uh-huh. in California. That's what they needed for first degree murder. Okay. So the premeditation was the key yes. for it to be that. Okay. So they did convict her of second degree murder. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. I would say. Uh, she was also. 
And I got confused on this because I was I was looking up her sentencing and all. Well, you're the lawyer, so we're going to be totally confused. Well, there just <laughs> wasn't there just wasn't enough. I don't know when if this trial was at the same time as her murder trial. That's how this article made it sound, but I don't think that's possible. She'd also been convicted of assaulting a man named Robert Hansen of Huntington Beach in November of 1990. That was when the assault happened. Um, it, it was brought up that she tied him up and demanded money from him at gunpoint. And it came out later that this was an ex-boyfriend of hers. She was acquitted of charges of false imprisonment and attempted robbery, but she was convicted of assault. When in the world did she date Robert from America? Well, remember, before, they were- Before, she, she came to America in 86. Okay. So okay. Robert all was right. in between 86 and 91 when she met Okay, Bill. I totally missed all that because I'm thinking she met Bill- Right after she got, yeah, oh, no, yeah. she had some well, relationships here. here. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. She'd modeled and nannied, and she was eighteen when she moved. I guess as soon as she was eighteen and was considered an adult in oh, Egypt. Oh, I didn't even do the math on that. Yeah, yeah. she because I, I was sixteen in eighty six, so she was born two years before me. So as soon as she turned eighteen, she beat it. She so got let's out of here. go. Okay, so so did she? Um, did she? I know she assaulted him. Mm-hmm. So he's brought into trial yes. to testify this. Yes. So okay, so. Like I said, it seems like she's on trial for both of these at the same time. Is that a thing? I don't know. Because oh. during jury determination, it was determined, you know, she used a knife in the attack on her husband. Okay. And she used a gun on the assault of Robert. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this these factors could add as much as six years to her sentence when they're sentencing her. So, they put both of those factors together when they're giving her the I sentence if for it, uh, defense tried to object to this information being well, I mean, brought in i mean former president trump is on trial in multiple cases right now so mm-hmm. i guess it's not unheard of for mm-hmm. for you to but be involved in two legal proceedings you don't at the want same any time. of i guess if you're going to bring up the past you got to bring all the past well that that's what i was going to say too. she had to have been she so she was charged of this crime you can't bring up past i did that's what i was going to ask convic- like the, yeah there's a whole thing about that it, it, okay it doesn't have okay. any bearing on the case that you're right. the, the crime you're being sh- charged with it's irrelevant as far okay. as right. the legal she's system she's charged is with this assault on robert so she okay. was already in the legal system and that case was pending or the, the court date had been set i guess maybe so and she's in and so then she's, she's in jail awaiting this murder trial so yeah. they just do them at the same time I yeah guess? it's maybe. the same okay it, it's All the right. same office prosecuting both now, crimes i kept trying to find more about that and this is this is all the information i could get okay. but i thought it was important to to point out that she had tried to rob and yeah. assault this other man. Yeah, but know? if it's an ex-boyfriend, I mean, that could be, maybe she helped him buy a car and then they broke up and she wanted her half of the money. I mean, I'm well, not saying it's right. Like but I said, she reported that th- she went through a lot of abusive relationships. Yeah. So that so she's either telling the same story on all these men or the same thing is happening with all these men. We don't really know. Right. Yeah, I'm very confused as to, has she been abused or is she the abuser? Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are. Because yeah. I've got no evidence. And, and of course, back in, in those times, you didn't. I mean, even in the 90s, I mean, you didn't. If you if you were abused, you just, you hit it and you moved on. You didn't try to, you know. But there, but we have no evidence of her being abused once she gets to America. Right. So she is sentenced to 27 years to life. Okay. And she first became eligible for parole in 2006, but she was denied when the commissioners found her unpredictable and a serious threat to public safety. Well, I'm going to say that that's, I agree. How, how has she been in, in prison? Well, she came up uh, again for parole in 2011 and she was denied again. And they said, they cited that she had not taken responsibility for the murder and she would not be a productive member of society if she was freed. So I don't think she's doing too well in prison. She's not, you know, She's not taking yeah. accountability for anything she's done, mm-hmm. and she's not showing the parole board that yeah, she that would do well on the outside. Yeah, so. and, and the okay. parole board, I mean, we've talked about this before. The parole board wants to see a little remorse mm-hmm. from you. You've been in jail for 20 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Show us that you're sorry for what you did. Mm-hmm. Say the right things. That's no guarantee that you make parole. Right. But it is one but of the reasons see that, that uh, and I'm sure not the only, but one of the reasons Charles Manson would just never grant yeah. parole because he would sit there and talk about how he would do the same thing mm-hmm. again, which yeah. is wild. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. which is honestly, I'm thinking, you know, Charles was 
insane. I mean, he needed to be legitimately, yeah, insane. like needed to be somewhere else. But anyways, I don't know where you would put him, but she's in California. Yes, she's right? at the California Institution for Women. And so, if they are not thinking that she should be, I just feel like that's a a lot. If I feel like California would be a little bit more lenient yes. on things like so that. So I don't, yeah, and maybe think, Texas or Alabama or right. you know, and so they keep saying no. We don't need to uh, let her out. I feel like we should listen to that yeah. if they're saying that. I just feel like that's, that's a bigger deal. Let me put it this way. If she does make parole, I want to know she's out. So somebody <laughs> stay on that don't one. Don't date her. I don't she, want to <laughs> accidentally bump into Omama Nelson. <laughs> she comes up again for parole in 2026. Okay. So. Well, oh, wow. We're going to need an update yeah, on that Somebody go ahead and set a, a, an alarm on your calendar, uh, <laughs> on your phone. I want to know when that happens. So Holy I guess that's cow. every every 15 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, she did every, well, you said uh, 06, 06 and 11. Then 11. So that's every five. And that's what it is in Alabama. It's every five, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, so. I think so. Yeah. Maybe that's mm-hmm. standard. Then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Last was 11, but now she's up again in 2026. Maybe I missed one in there, but. Yeah. There must have been 21. Or maybe she waved it or maybe they didn't, they just didn't give her a they hearing. Said, maybe you don't is, have to. We're going to stamp this for the next 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the parole board decided, yeah. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Wow. But, you know, headlines at the time were, you know, cannibal wife, you know, eats well, husband, you know. she's skinning him, and that's, you know, all in that movie. Castrating him, yeah. and... I mean, you're right. It's in the movie, mm-hmm. and I've written a few wild and crazy headlines in my life, and you're trying to sell newspapers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. cannibal wife, I imagine, moves newspapers. Yeah. I hope I'm I never interested. find out. You throw I'm the C word out there, you know. Yeah. I'm, inter- I'm going to look twice at that article. Sure. Yeah. Holy moly. Yep. Well, <laughs> well, does Bill have family around? Like, who's Bill's family? Have well, we they, they lived in or? the Midwest, so they weren't okay. in California with him. And I didn't see, I'm not sure okay. if he had children. And of course, he's in his 50s, so, yeah. you know. 56 when they met. Mm-hmm. You said. 56, yeah, so 33 years so older if, than you'd her. you'd think maybe he had uh, some adult children by then. Possibly, he maybe may that's have, the family that he visited in the Midwest, or could have been his parents yeah, still, sure. maybe. But yeah, I don't know. That was just that was the only mention of but his if family. He, if he was really this horrible of a person, mm-hmm. then he may not have. Well, they he was may a, have been estranged yeah. from him and well, separated themselves. I mean, how much do we believe that Bill was abusive at all? We don't know. Yeah, well, I I don't have any evidence of any of that. Yeah, he was a pilot, so. You know, some you know a lot of times say that maybe he wasn't married previously. Maybe not because if he was, mm-hmm. you know, traveling around a lot, around yeah. yeah. Not so him. maybe she thought, you know, I can swindle this guy. He's going to be gone, and then May- things yeah. just got too far. Maybe so. Yeah, I'm sure he's gone a lot as a mm-hmm. pilot. But the jury has has not what they bought into was that there was no premeditation. Right. So they obviously believed that there was some sort of. Uh, assault on some level. Now, right? I don't think that they did. From oh. what I read, that said that most of the jury were not their big. De- their big debate was that they couldn't believe that it was premeditated. That they thought that she just, but they didn't. So they think a lot, she just snapped one day, and this happened. Not that fact that he was assaulting her. Yeah, one quote she, I had said that the jury didn't believe her claims about her you. relationship with her husband. Okay. So, well, and again, there's no evidence of that. Yeah. There's no evidence of any of this, these claims. I mean, so, so what did they... <laughs> and maybe a jury instruction was if you believe... Because there's a lot of, like, they're called presumptions in, in court. But, like, if you believe that this happened, then this. So, if, if then mm-hmm. proposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe... Maybe part of their instructions were if, you know, you believe she acted in self-defense, then don't, you know, you can't convict her of this. I'm not sure what their jury instructions were or what, because murder is different in every state, how you Mm -hmm. get. But they definitely understood that she needed to go to prison and not come out of prison. Yes. 27 to life. Mm. I'll bet they didn't give her a job in the kitchen. Holy moly. We might want to cut that. (laughs) No, I like it. For this to be the Thanksgiving episode. (laughs) I was thinking that a minute ago. And she has mixed up 
parts of him we in need the to Thanksgiving go back leftovers and put a disclaimer at the beginning of this Definitely episode. Definitely put a disclaimer. Don't listen to this while you're eating Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I said it got worse. <laughs> if you're on the way to Thanksgiving dinner, we don't want anybody sitting around telling that. the story of our podcast at the dinner table. Oh God, I started with some giving thanks. You did, yeah. and and some I. Yeah. I've learned all kinds of new things today because I didn't know that New Year's Day was so violent. We need a damned palate cleanser. I'm going to see if I can find one. <laughs> oh, pun intended. Yeah, right. a little palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Katie, what a ride. Is there anything no. else we should know? I, I hope not. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Did they great. find the rest of Bill? No, no. 130 pounds There's of 130 pounds of bill According missing. to the trial transcript, yeah, it's that's got, what it's the gotta DA be, said. It's got to be down the, the yeah, garbage disposal. Yeah, and maybe she was able to like chunk one bag somewhere. Because mm-hmm. like even, I'm, I'm inclined to believe she did eat part of him, but she couldn't eat. There's she no, she didn't she, eat 130 pounds of Yeah, him. so, yeah. All right, you guys keep talking. I'm looking for a palate oh, cleanser. Uh, Give me a minute. I'm, I just don't know what to say anymore. I just don't know what to say. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Ugh. and like I said, she she's not sorry. She's not taking responsibility. No, it doesn't sound like that. All these years later, she's still not sorry. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm glad he's gone, and he was sweet tasting. Well, I mean, do you want to talk about your favorite Thanksgiving side dishes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have one anymore. <laughs> Be a palate cleanser. Um, <laughs> I found something that I emailed you guys a few uh-huh. weeks ago. What you got? That All we right. haven't used yet. All right, go uh, for it. This is a story that I found on the Weiss Radio website. All I'm right, we to need check this. The date on it. It's Do it. it's probably a month or so ago. Okay. Um, in Chattooga County, Georgia, right across the state line from here in Cherokee County, Alabama, mm-hmm. a 56 year old woman told a Chattooga County deputy that she would never come back to the Walmart in Tryon, Georgia. If he would not arrest her for stealing $148 of animal food that she hid in her pocketbook. Wow. She had Uh, a big pocketbook. I guess she did because $148 worth of pet food sounds like a lot of pet food. At Mm -hmm. least it would be for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Her name was, uh, her name was Kristen May Bullock. Okay. And she was arrested and taken to the Chattooga County Jail on the shoplifting charges. And that's all I have. I'm not sure how much of a palate cleanser that is, but- at least it's, how much pounds of uh one hundred forty eight dollars dollars worth worth of dog food that sounds animal like food animal food and she tried to uh, leave without paying mm-hmm. tried to bribe the deputy with she just the said, promise I'll never come of back. never coming I'll back I'll just never come back if you'll let me yeah. well that's not really the point yeah note to sell folks that one doesn't work apparently <laughs> at least not in Chattooga County Gosh. Georgia so don't try that I wonder how much one hundred and forty eight that's a lot of. Uh, yeah, That's a lot of dog treats. Yeah. My dogs. That's the really expensive gourmet cat food. Yeah, maybe mm. it was treats because treats are a little more expensive than actual And food. I guess easier to get into your purse, especially if you take them out of the wrapper, out of the container, the packaging, and just pour it into pour your down in the- giant purse. Good gosh. Yeah. Oh, I remember another palate cleanser that I sent you guys. Okay, let's hear uh, it. Vaguely, it was something about, uh, there was a restaurant somewhere, I think it was in the state of Alabama, that started to charge people extra money. Oh yeah, money. not Alabama, but I did see this. Okay, uh, they, they were going to charge people extra, the brunch customers on Sunday, because a lot of times, the brunch customers come and drink the bottomless mimosas to the point of inebriation and vomiting <laughs> and leave a mess in the floor. Oh my maybe there was gosh! A, maybe there was a cleanup fee. In the floor? Attached to, well, oh, wherever God. you get to. In Can't the bathroom floor think. or oh, the dining gosh. room floor. You'd be, you'd be surprised, Kelly. Yeah. Oh Katie's in the restaurant gosh. business. She can probably tell some stories. Um, Mm. Here's my solution to that: quit serving bottomless yeah. mimosas. Yeah, it seems like a bad idea. Yeah, like if you're having those kind of issues, quit it. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, you also should train your staff to cut people off. Just because yeah. you've ordered bottomless mimosas does not mean that you get to drink until you're vomiting. That's true. Right. I mean, I I've been to Talladega Super Speedway plenty of times in my life, and I can mm-hmm. tell you that late Sunday afternoon is the worst time of the week to be. Uh, drunk and headed towards a bad hangover because Monday is coming right on time. Oh. And there's no recovering from that. All my mimosas have bottoms. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like mimosas, so that's not a problem. I mean, I'm good for one, maybe two. Yeah. I love a mimosa. The last time I had bottomless mimosas would have been with you, Kelly, years ago when we were in Savannah. Oh, yeah, we did have. Because Shane had to instruct the staff that his mimosa was the wrong color. 
And it needed to be the color of the Splenda packet. <laughs> it needed to be a lot lighter. <laughs> because they didn't. They were very heavy with very, the orange juice. Very orange, yeah. Uh, okay. Because it was bottomless. And he's like, look, I'm going to keep ordering them if they're this like yeah. I need it I need it the color of the Splenda packet. <laughs> so they're trying to they're trying to go cheap on the what's is that is that vodka that's in a uh, champagne. 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 Mm-hmm. It's in a mimosa. So mm-hmm. they were going if why don't I just buy the cheap champagne a, you can't tell the difference. I'm sure anyway. they did vodka yeah. orange juice that's a screwdriver. That's a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I knew that. Now I know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah you like your vodka with just a squeeze of orange. Uh just enough yeah. to that I know there's some orange juice in it mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. I don't even have to taste it. Okay. Yeah. Just if, if if I've got that orange slice floating somewhere in there, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting my citrus in for the day. Yeah, well, good. I, I haven't had all. scurry in two years, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> oh, God. no scurry no for scurry. you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there is your uh, Thanksgiving episode yeah. from <laughs> us Do with that what you will. At, yeah, do with that uh, what you will. True Crime on Easy Street. Uh, we apologize in advance. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, uh, Kelly hates it when I do this, and oh, I'm not no. going to give away our next episode. Yeah, don't do that. I'm not going to do it, but okay. if you're listening to this episode on the day that it lands, it's November the 15th, so yes. a week from today yeah. is November the 22nd. Which is at a, if you can still think, before Thanksgiving. So you get so a little still, time before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Get a little break well, so we don't if, make you sick for If you can think of a true crime of some significance in oh. American history mm. that took place on November the 22nd, Oh, there's a hint. So our history buffs will get this. History way. buffs already know what I'm talking about. Exactly. The rest of you are going to have to Google it. Oh nice. yeah, leave us a comment. We'll we'll shout out the winners. Yeah, oh, if anybody yeah. gets it right, we'll give you a shout out on next week's show. I Don't forget it. to go to TrueCrimeOnEasyStreet.com. Say something nice about us on Apple iTunes. Yep. Give us a five star review and make a comment so we know that it was you. Or keep it to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Katie, that was an awesome, a wonderful job. job Best today. episode ever. Oh, and I had no idea that we were going. That was great. With that. that nope. was great. That was awesome. Um, we got anything else? I don't. That's it. Is that we're done? We're mm-hmm. done. Good night, everybody. Scary.